Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, everybody. My name is Min, and I'm your co-host today from NDS Property Australia here in Brisbane with uh, Debbie Kindness, who, flew, who has flown back into Brisbane for the first time in several years. Uh, and you're listening to the SDA Housing Podcast, show that explains, highlights, and guides and brings awareness about all things SDA and NDIS in the ever-changing NDIS world. Today's exciting topic is NDIS Network. A special guest speaker, Tanya Gori from New South Wales, and I'll uh, palm it over to Debbie to run the show and about who Tanya is all, who is Tanya and what she does and the impact she's doing on the NDS community. So, thank you, Min, and welcome to the show, Tanya. How are oh, you today? Thank you, Min, and good morning, Debbie. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, doing great, thanks. Good. So, Tanya, we are very excited to have you on the show today. Lots to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Firstly, can you maybe give us a little introduction about who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Well, I uh, am the owner of Whole Warrior Solutions, which is a business that's a private coaching and counselling practice. And I'm the founder of the NDIS Network, which is my community development project in the disability field. Fantastic. So mm-hmm. how did you get into this? How did this hmm. all start? Well, I'd had a wide and varied career in, started in advertising and marketing, had a corporate career 13 years, and then I retrained in the field of welfare. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, just tried over the last 20 years to get a well-rounded welfare experience as a practitioner of mental health and coordinator of various services. And um, I did I, I did a long stint, also 13 years in child protection, and coming out of that I thought, how do I reinvent myself and what am I going to do with all these multifaceted skills that I've got and how can I help mm-hmm. people with those? <laughs> so I started my own <laughs> business, yeah, about four years ago. Fantastic. Mm. Okay, right. So yeah. it's well established now and yeah. you've got a whole bunch of different social networking groups 12 i believe what was the vision mm. of of getting all this happening <laughs> well it started with um creating one group i'm based on the central coast about an hour north of sydney and um mm-hmm. i thought well how do i break into the disability field like i'd worked with a lot of families with dis- children with disabilities and parents who live with disabilities as well as complex um, health issues, mental health and mm-hmm. drug and alcohol, etc. And I thought, well, how do I find my people and how do, you know, I meet the other workers that are in the field? So I started a group on the Central Coast, which has now just hit a 1,000 members. And, wow. um, and I just, 
I heard a voice one day and it said to me, go national with this NDIS network. And I'm thinking, well, why do I want to go national? <laughs> but I just listened mm-hmm. to it and I, I rolled with the alignment of that uh, voice in my head and, and my heart matched up with it. And it's rolled out nationally to about 17,000 members as well as followers. Fantastic. 17,000, mm. that is wow. That is very impressive. <laughs> So uh, got a 12 different networking groups, I believe, for investors, for families, for different different groups, and these are state based. Some are state based, some are national yeah, based. Or most are state based. Um, like there's a well, there's a Sydney one, um, Sydney and New South Wales. Then there's um, Central Coast, as I mentioned. Then there's Victoria, Queensland. Tassie, NT, and et cetera, rolling around the state. And um, and I also have a foster carers um, trauma-informed network that's got about a 1,000 members as well because uh, I worked mm-hmm. in the foster care system so long. So, And the purpose of the groups was to, um, because I started out as a sole trader, I thought, you know, it's not easy when you're a startup business to uh, find the people that you really need to be networking with. Mm -hmm. And so um, I thought, well, there must be other sole traders and startups who are in the same position who need to, we need to meet each other. So that's why I created them, really to help the startups to get some traction and get known in the field and to find those ethical providers who are really in the space to help people with disabilities and their families. Fantastic. Mm. So, so, so tell me a little bit about maybe some stories that, that you've come across um, from all of this networking, all these people mm. that you've connected <laughs> with. You know, what are the standout yeah, sure. mm-hmm. stories and, and yeah, things that well, have happened um, along the way? I guess in creating these groups and putting, like I've put in hundreds and thousands of volunteer hours into administering and monitoring the groups and helping people get a bit of traction in them. And then out of that came events where people are going, "Can you? do you think we can do some face-to-face events to meet up with each other? Mm-hmm. And um, because I've worked in marketing and I had done a lot of events management in my former church life, uh, I've now left mm-hmm. organised religion, but I learnt a lot of skills around programming and events management and coordination so I'm just applying that skills base and then the pandemic hit and the national tour of events Mm -hmm. got put on hold but yeah just cranking it up again so some of the stories like one of the last um, I now offer in order to fund the events um, and my time that it's a lot of time to put into coordinating those as well as Mm -hmm. run a counseling and coaching practice yeah, I now offer sponsorship tables for providers or startups or sole traders, um, registered or non-registered in the NDIS space, to uh, mm-hmm. showcase their business. And the funding from those sponsorships helps me to have the time and, and resources to put into coordinating those events. At the Parramatta event, one of the sponsors had said, you know, they really didn't have many clients uh, as a new startup. And uh, mm. it's very expensive to market your business and to really um, drill down on who is your target 
customer um, and how do you reach those stakeholders in the space and their testimony was they came back and they said that they got a lot of interest and a lot of of traction after being showcased at the event with an interview and uh, Mm -hmm. getting some bookings coming in so finding their tribe and so yeah it's very satisfying work to help startups who are ethical and um you know, have adequate qualifications and experience to be able to provide disability supports for people. Fantastic. So um, you have groups also for, I believe, for, for families of, of participants yeah. in the NDIS. Yeah. And, you know, what's been a standout story from, from your time looking after those groups? Mm. Well, they're all in one. So in the NDIS network groups, um they're advertised as provider groups, but naturally I had a lot of requests for participants and their carers to join as well because they wanted to find mm-hmm. out who are the new businesses in their area, in their state or their local district. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I find that carers tell me they join the group and they didn't know that there were hundreds and thousands of new businesses that they can tap into, they can meet up with, an interview or they can book you know a time a home visit for and they can check them out and decide it gives them more choice and control around which providers they want to tap into but also housing providers um, daily living providers um, yoga counseling you know the sky's the limit for all their daily needs Mm. so everything under the one banner yeah for them to tap into that's Mm -hmm. amazing so um yeah you you touched on housing providers so Mm. Mm. you've got a few sda providers in there and and sill providers so anybody who's in a little niche Mm -hmm. area of of sda housing they they can still come to you do they is there areas where people can find a, a home yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is like anyone you, doing that? They sort can of advertising a, on the... Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess the Facebook groups, um, I encourage like to have a bit of engagement, a bit of general discussion about topical issues for NDIS and people's experiences, whatever they're wanting to share. Um, a lot of people post questions asking and someone might say, I'm looking for an SDA provider in a certain suburb and please post your vacancies down below. So... Yeah, that um, a lot of support coordinators will put posts out to say, I need this type of service in this district, and they get quite a bit of traction. And, yeah, so it's a good way to network well, and great, get to know I think there's a, as a Yeah, mm-hmm. there, I think there's a, a lack of, of knowledge of where people can go to, to find housing, whether it's SDA or SIL housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we get a number of queries coming through us. Someone's looking for a house, and mm-hmm. there are you know, some, some great avenues out there, for example, Housing Hub and, and Nest and there's a, a few mm. others. So, but obviously yours is another yeah. avenue that is always available for people to, to, to connect in and, and it's a little sure. more personal, I'd imagine. Mm. Yeah, people sort of get to build relationships, group. yeah, because you mm. see their faces on there. <laughs> um, yeah. so it's just another avenue to connect in and get to know what's available, post your vacancies. And there's not too many places where you can promote your SDA vacancies for free. Um, well, there aren't so, too many, no. Mm, so it is a platform. So it comes from uh, both sides. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a place where you can promote for free to a very targeted audience. Mm. Mm, definitely. Right. Mm. So where do you see this going over the next couple of years? Well, it's my community development project, um, just rolling out and cranking up the events, uh, going up to Queensland shortly and then down to Victoria, so doing the eastern coast of Australia. And, um, yeah, eventually we'll see what happens. Watch this space as to where it goes. I mean, I'm looking mm-hmm. at potentially recruiting a, a staff to crank it up even further. And uh, looking at putting on some counsellors and coaches to expand that, uh, those core services of Whole Warrior Solutions. Wonderful. So do you have any other avenues that Whole Warrior Solutions are working in apart from this obviously very huge time-consuming social network organisation? Well, the core business of, of Whole Warrior Solutions is to um, support survivors of trauma who have grief and loss, and it may be developmental trauma because obviously I've worked a long time in child protection and I have a lived experience around surviving my own childhood traumas. Uh, And I want people to be able to connect in with very ethical services and counsellors, therapists and coaches who um, are very trauma-informed and even... um, You know, I'm also coaching providers around clinical practices around trauma-informed methods in which they can come alongside vulnerable people. Um, You know, so there's, yeah, I'm cranking up the training a little bit within the coaching. And um, Mm -hmm. I also draw on my marketing background. So I have a coaching package of five um, provider coaching sessions that people can work out how to attract their first 10 customers, um, but also Mm -hmm. how to provide an ethically um, and person-centred approach to providing those services, but having good systems in place where they can run their business, so having a digital office. So there's some of the... uh, the services that are offered at Whole Warrior Solutions. Oh, fantastic. Obviously, we will have some links in uh, the podcast description of how you can contact and and join some of these groups, mm-hmm. uh, connect with some people that are going to help you out, whatever it is that you're looking for in the NDIS world. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to, any thoughts you'd like to leave us with, anything else you'd like to... Let us know mm. about what you do and, and how Look, we can I, help more people yeah, find out about you. Thank you. Um, well, my website is wholewarriorsolutions, with an S, .com.au. And I just encourage all um, workers in this space to keep working on professional, continuing professional development to try our best to have a person-centred approach because every uh, family and participant that we work with has different and unique needs and treating every case as um, unique and uh, offering that person-centred approach. And I think it's also about worker self-care and um, being self-aware of our potential burnout levels when we're working, mm-hmm. we're coming alongside people who are experiencing often great suffering and uh, we're, as a workforce, we're at risk of vicarious trauma and taking on some of those traumas. So I just encourage mm. um, 
people who work in the space to really look after yourself, make sure you try and have some balance in life. And for those entrepreneurs running a small business as well, that's really crucial to prevent burnout. So that's my takeaway message mm. for you. Oh, for sure. And mm. have you got any, any events or anything coming up that you'd mm. like to tell us about? Oh, I do. Uh, I've got one coming up on the Central Coast on the 2nd of September and that's a Friday and that will be in Yarramalong, the beautiful Yarramalong Valley and featuring an equine provider, Blue Sun Equine Connections and we're having a three-course sit-down lunch with a mini expo for that one. Uh, there's a couple of mm -hmm. sponsorship tables available for that one left. And then we're going out to Penrith on the 30th of September. So having a beautiful two-course lunch and a mini expo at that event. Um, then we're just in the planning for October for Queensland and November for Melbourne. So if anyone's interested, feel free to reach out via my website. Fantastic. And we will definitely have that information mm. for you to look at in the in the description, as I said. So, uh, right. Uh, well, networker mm. extraordinaire, <laughs> Tanya Gori, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank and, you, Debbie. And telling it's us a little bit, it's, you're doing something very unique in this space <laughs> and, and, and to bring together people from all around Australia and, and providing a space for them mm. to, to connect on that, in that social environment and then take it out to a face-to-face situation as well so if people can yeah make it to one of these events mm. to, to meet some people mm -hmm. like-minded people who are also looking to to get assistance and help and ideas on how to mm. take their business forward uh, and I guess also if you're a family of a participant or a mm. participant whatever it is sure. that you're looking for you know all those mm. connections can mm. be discovered through your incredible networks well, thank you. Yes, everyone's invited yeah. to the events, the participants, carers, teachers, cause and lacs, and, um, of course, different providers. And we do incorporate a segment on self-care at the events. We actually usually have um, mm -hmm. a singing bowl segment at the start to set some nice frequencies, set a good intention for the event, and it just relaxes people when they come mm -hmm. to do some networking because the introverts can get a bit shy to come into a room full of people so sure. we try to make it a really friendly approachable event um where yeah people can just come as they are fantastic that sounds yeah. awesome well thank Look you for the it. opportunity today yeah. Debbie I really appreciate it thank you for for joining us we're, we're mm. thrilled to have you on the show and Thank you. And I appreciate, again, down the, track appreciate the work you guys are doing in the housing space and providing uh, suitable housing for a whole range of different participants. Absolutely, and it's it's huge, hugely needed. And there's such a massive undersupply of mm. of adequate, suitable things. So, yeah, slowly but surely, we're we're getting there bit mm -hmm. by bit. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> okay, then, Tanya. Well, thank you, and talk to you soon. Pleasure. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.